What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode one of Podcast RX. I'm your host, Matt Weathernan. And today on the show, we have an exciting lineup for you. Everett Sloan, owner and coach at CrossFit Bytown, joins us. And Julia Kerr, one of the newest members of the CrossFit community, sits down to chat about her transition into CrossFit. So let's get this party started. joined by Everett Sloan, owner and coach at CrossFit by Town, who we're very lucky to have on the podcast, primarily because I think he's one of the most knowledgeable guys there is in this business. Let's jump right in and begin by by asking, who's Everett and what does he do? Pretty much lifelong athlete. I've done, growing up, I must draw my parents crazy. Pretty much every year I play two different sports. So I play basically baseball and judo one year. Um, like soccer and lacrosse one year. Every year I did something different because I just, I got bored with stuff. I just enjoyed testing myself. I've worked out with weights since I was 12 or 13. Um, I've always enjoyed it. I owned a supplement store. Um, so I was involved basically in like that aspect. I started personal training when I was 17. It's always been kind of like a hobby until basically when I was basically 32 or 33 with a baby on the way, I decided, screw it, I'm quitting my contract job which was super um, lucrative and stable and taking the risk of opening a gym well from the sounds of it uh, it's pretty clear you're a well-rounded athlete at the age of 32 is when your crossfit journey began basically i was in 2005 i was involved in a very serious motorcycle accident at the time i was doing regular bodybuilding i completely blew up my, my knees. They told me I would never be able to walk properly again. I'd be walking with a cane if I could walk properly. I started looking up like functional training because when I went to back to the gym, I wasn't able to move properly. So I started looking up functional training. This was like 2005. CrossFit only started about 2004. Uh, basically started, found some CrossFit videos with functional training. Did a couple workouts, absolutely fell in love with it. Within six months, I got kicked out of the, the gym for doing weird things like handstand push-ups on the walls. Um, so they kicked me out. I started doing it in my basement. And then I did personal training stuff in my basement. Eventually upped it to uh, opening up the gym. So, so you are the owner of CrossFit Bytown. Uh, are you able to describe what it's like to be a box owner? Stressful. It's When it's 50 people, it's really good. The more people that end up showing up, the harder it starts to get because then like, this person doesn't like this person, and it's basically like managing. Um, basically, the, the people is the hard part. The training of the people is not the hard part. It's um, and also like uh, it's it dealing with people that have like that are having like emotional issues that don't like this coach or don't like that coach or don't like this class or don't want to work out with this person. It's that's the ends up being the the hardest part. Is the is the best part is the people. The worst part is also the people. What are you and CrossFit by Town aiming to create in the community? Better people. That's the, the main thing I, I'm, I go for is I want to create basically like mentally stronger, physically stronger. I want like I've 
I volunteered basically ever uh, since I was a kid helping with people. I've, I've been a big brother for 10 years. I was with Boys and Girls Club. I'm in it basically. I want to make a difference when I'm gone. I want to have basically like a, like a legacy where I've actually made a difference. Not like, oh, I worked my nine to five job for the government. I died, didn't make a difference. I want to make a difference in people's lives. I want to make people healthier. I don't care about the elite athletes. Hey, that's nice to have high-level athletes. I care about the people who are more functional for life, that are mentally stronger, emotionally stronger. I love seeing when people come in and they're shy, they're not confident, and then after basically a couple months being with us, they're they're physically stronger. They're they're less. They're going to be be healthier in their old, uh, as they get older. They move better and they're a hell of a lot more confident. They're a lot mentally stronger. This is basically what this is why like the the motto of the gym is like train not to suck at life. Is I want to make basically better people. Everybody's capable of a lot more than what they're currently doing. It's basically making stronger, stronger people in every aspect. Can you describe how your gym has evolved over the years from a community perspective? Best way is in the beginning, we were 700 square feet. I knew everybody's first name, last name, what they did for a living. This, and this mentioned often in seminars as well. And as the gym starts growing, once you get to with 200 people, it's, they say you start to regret your decisions because it starts to get overwhelming. Like, in the nighttime, because I'm always gone by three o'clock, I don't know half the people here at night because it takes on, it starts pacing, taking on its own life. Like Dan pretty much does all the evenings. So like it's a completely different vibe in the evenings versus in the morning. And so people tend to, to gravitate to whatever they, they kind of like, which is nice because then you have like the, 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 like the loud dance music and stuff at in the evening. Basically, it's more fun time during the day, slower. And the people kind of gravitate towards basically some people who have open schedule gravitate towards which class they like and which coach they like. The main thing is it's like I've told some people like I've told them over and over again a certain thing like turning the knees out in a squat. And then another coach says it slightly differently and it catches on. And that's the, the main things like is that's why it's nice to have a bunch of different coaches because they're able to um, to basically to, to figure out different ways of teaching things so people can end up learning better. The it's nice that's also why we want to like female coaches different age coaches, different experienced coaches, because the more diverse, basically the athletes and the coaches, the better people are going to be able to learn more skills you're going to be able to bring to the table. So it's pretty clear that your gym has a pretty strong sense of community, uh, both inside the box as well as outside of it. I just wanted to, I guess, get your take on, on maybe how does that carry out side of, of the gym? And I think you've already answered this question, but is there anything that you yourself do or that CrossFit Bytown does to engage with the CrossFit community, maybe within the city of Ottawa? The main thing is like we try and like, that's why like I do like, um, I host strongman events. I do uh, like the events at UG. Like I don't get paid for that. I do basically do that to help build the community. I donate a ton of my time to help organizing big events, charities like the one in here where all the proceeds basically get donated to a charity because I'm in it basically to make the community better. We do outings with the uh, thing we, we do like the, one of the best things I always recommend to people as well is like the, we have the private face group uh, thing, the Bytown chat, because a lot of the stuff I don't want on the main site just to scare away um, people who, who don't understand basically the community. But the, uh, it allows people to basically be able to, to talk and not have to worry about like if their boss sees what they type online on Facebook or something. It's a private group where only the members can see what everybody's posting so they can be themselves there and they don't have to worry about basically like what work thinks of it or what their coworkers or friends or family think of it. They can just be themselves and engage in the community. And that's one of the, the best things um, we've ever done basically for, um, for helping people. Like if somebody wants to like organize a run or like a swimming class or something, they post it on that and 
we can see basically quickly spread to whoever with people with like interest can and can join them and have fun doing it. What is the most rewarding thing about being a CrossFit coach? The people, like having people saying like uh, people come in and like, they can't do a burpee and without base and this that's a basic move. It's getting on the ground, getting back up, and watching them be able to to do this. Uh, I don't care if somebody comes in. Like, and they can they clean and jerk 125 pounds, and after a couple months they can do 250 pounds. That's nice, but it's more satisfying getting a message from somebody saying like, "Hey, I can actually go do groceries, but on my own and walk them up the stairs," or like, "I'm now confident of like living on my own, where I can actually like sit down on the toilet and get up without without any pain. I can basically play with the grandkids. Uh, it's more about the, the general life things that, that I like, like where just or like or increasing confidence. Like one of the best examples is, is like Mahmoud. When he first came in, he was super shy. He was basically quiet, reserved, and after a couple of months now, he basically he's he's full of confidence. He's very outgoing, which is it's seeing the difference and just the, the, the emotional and mental change that he's had is that's what I love to see in people is basically making uh, people more confident with what they do from seeing what they're capable of doing. When everybody comes in, they see like the movements of the weights and they think, oh, I'm never going to be able to do this. And then within a couple of months, they're part of the group where other people look at them saying, hey, I can never do this. And they, they increase their confidence and their willpower, which is what, what I love seeing. Well, we, we thank you, Everett, for joining us on our very first podcast episode. And um, more importantly, for taking the time out of your busy schedule. It was it was awesome to, uh, to get the opportunity to, to chat with you. And I know our listeners are going to enjoy it. Before we're joined by Julia, I'd like to announce a new segment on the podcast, which is going to take place each week. It's called our weekly workout. Um, Pretty self-explanatory, but the idea behind it is to basically get you as listeners involved with uh, the show. So the way it's going to work is each week we're going to announce a new workout on the podcast. And... uh, then it gives you as listeners the opportunity to uh, go out, complete it, and then send us your results, your times, uh, your scores, whatever. And then at the end of each week, we're going to take the top results, the top scores, and uh, give you guys a shout out. Uh, maybe there's going to be some prizes involved. Who knows? Uh, it's going to just be a friendly contest and a, uh, a way for you guys to get involved with the podcast. Alright, and that is the official song of the workout of the week because it gets the people going. This week's workout, seven rounds for time of seven hang power cleans, followed by seven thrusters, and then seven of those grueling bar-facing burpees. The men's weight is 95 pounds. The woman's weight is 65. Go out there, get the workout done, uh, and we want to hear from you guys. We, we want to see those results, and, and who knows, maybe you'll have... Uh, the chance at winning some cool prizes and getting a shout out.
Over the next few episodes, we're going to follow some new CrossFit members and discuss how they have progressed from their foundations classes into being an official member. Today, we are joined by Julia Kerr, who will discuss how she got involved with the sport, and then in a few weeks, we will follow up with Julia to see how she's progressing on her CrossFit journey. All right, Julia, you've just completed your CrossFit Foundations classes. Uh, are you excited? Are you ready uh, to become an official member in the CrossFit community? I'm definitely excited. Um, a little nervous and anxious to begin, but after completing my Foundations work, I'm definitely excited to start training and challenging myself and pushing myself with other members in the CrossFit box. How did you hear about CrossFit and who got you involved? It was my dad who got me involved. He started doing CrossFit training and just after hearing him talk about it and how passionate he was about it, um, I thought it was time that I give it a shot. Right on. Is he a typical uh, CrossFitter that we hear about where they uh, kind of live uh, and breathe CrossFit uh, and just kind of endorse that whole lifestyle? Um, I would say so. Yeah. Uh, most of the time he's sporting the CrossFit gear and he's definitely very passionate about it. He loves to talk about his workouts and any chance he gets to discuss CrossFit, um, he'll take that opportunity. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing uh, wrong with that, uh, especially if you're living a fit lifestyle. Um, what is your past fitness history? I used to do competitive swimming. I swam from age 9 to about 15. So when I stopped doing competitive swimming, um, I just kind of kept up my fitness regimen here and there, but nothing too intense. So after a few years passed, I decided it was finally time to get back into a fitness routine and start something and kind of get back into being passionate about something. So CrossFit was it for me. Nice. Um, what were your initial reactions when you walked in for your first foundations class? It was a bit overwhelming seeing the other workouts going on. Um, but it definitely made me more excited to get through foundations and to be able to join these people in their workouts because as grueling as they, they are, and I mean, they don't look like they're having so much fun doing the workout, but you know, it was a good atmosphere, a good environment. So I was definitely, definitely excited to join them. What were your coaches like uh, in that first class? Um, yeah, so the coaches were very hands-on and made sure that our form was proper so that we were doing the movements correctly and we weren't going to injure ourselves. And I think that's that's probably one of the most important things uh, in CrossFit, which is proper form, um, because I think without it, you are just setting yourself up for, for injury. Yeah, definitely. That's one of the most important takeaways that I learned during Foundations Week. Uh, you mentioned a little bit about the community above, which brings me to my uh, last question. I know you've only been a member for about a week, but are you excited to get involved with the CrossFit community, whether it be within your gym or outside of it? Yes, definitely. I think that's one of the things that prompted me to join CrossFit is that there is such a great community atmosphere attached to it. I think all the members are friends and they take care of each other in the gym and outside of the gym um and they also like to help out the community around them doing events and stuff so definitely excited to be a part of that community and that family 
Awesome. Well, it's definitely a cool environment and the community aspect is one of the reasons why I enjoy CrossFit so much. I'm sure you're going to love it. Thank you so much, Julia, for taking the time to sit down with us and we look forward to hearing about your progress in a couple of weeks. Well, that's a wrap for episode one of Podcast RX. Seemed to have flown by. Good time to stop by all. Thank you to both Everett and Julia for joining us on today's show. I'm your host, Matt Weatherden, and stay tuned for episode two coming in the following weeks.